Disability Talks with Shane, talking all things disability. Today I am chatting with Cindy Warren, who is the owner and founder of Umbrella Support. Welcome to the podcast, Cindy. Thank you very much, Shane. It's great to be here. How long have you been working in the disability industry for? Oh, a long, long time. Now about 15 years. I think I'm about to enter my 16th year. That makes me sound really old, doesn't it? Too old. <laughs> no, I know. I know, I know. Yeah, so I've been around for a little while and I have um, been doing lots of different things in the world of disability. I've been really lucky that I started in disability employment services and that's where I've done most of my uh, most of my time and helping people get employment and finding jobs for them and work experience and, you know, stepping stones into into employment. So what was the favourite part of that? Oh, that's a good question. What was the favourite part? You know, I've, um, I've helped a lot of people over the years get jobs. I actually have something that's just come to mind and it's a good time because it's the start of the Christmas season now. Uh, but many, many, many years ago, I helped a single mum get a job. Uh, she didn't have a job and she had young, uh, three young children from memory. Uh, and her words to me actually were just so beautiful. She said to me, Cindy, thank you so much for getting me a job. Now I can afford to buy my kids some Christmas presents. That was a just a beautiful moment. And it, it made me at that time think, this is why I love to do what I do. Yeah, the guy that you and I both know that, John, who got... You got in work experience at the office work. Ah. That was a good moment. That was a great moment. You're absolutely right. And you know what? I'm not going to take credit for that because I didn't do it. But someone, you know, one of the um, employment coaches that was working with us at the time, she did that. Uh, and it might have been a little bit of gr- a group effort between a couple of the employment coaches at the time. And you're absolutely right because it's really hard to get a job sometimes. And um, some people get help, which is just wonderful. And when you've got the right help and the right people that are able to open some doors for you to get your foot in the door somewhere, it really helps and it really makes a difference. So you're absolutely right. We, uh, I think that young man still works at Officeworks that's too. That's I'm, I'm not sure. It's been a while. It's been quite a few years. I am actually, I know that he still works there, which is really, really cool. And uh, right through COVID, he was able to keep his job, uh, which was wonderful. So yeah, there's been lots and lots of stories that have been really positive, Shane. How did Umbrella Support come about? Oh, that was um, last year and again during COVID. I tell you what, we talk about COVID being so negative, but sometimes it's had some you know, positives about it as well. Um, I found myself sitting behind a computer all day, every day. So I was uh, managing a team of employment consultants in the or, or employment coaches in the NDIS space and their job was to help uh, younger people find employment and part-time jobs and work experience and things like that. And being the manager of the program, I had three sites that I was looking after. So I was in my car a lot and I was driving to this side and then that side and then that side and uh, you know, making sure the staff were doing all their jobs and all that horrible stuff that bosses have to do. And I decided that I didn't want to be a boss anymore of, of all of these people. I actually wanted to work with young people again and I wanted to do the work for the participants, not, you know, not for the staff anymore. So I 
decided to uh, start my own business, which uh, is now Umbrella Support, and work with people one-on-one again, which I uh, started earlier this year, and it's going extremely well. I'm really, really lucky. I've got a great team of young people, uh, and and we're doing great things. So that's kind of how it happened. With the Umbrella Support stuff, do you want to branch on the bit you do at the radio station with a participant you've got called JP? Yeah, absolutely. Um, JP is a friend of yours and uh, a friend of Radio Voice, which is really, really cool. Uh, And JP's always had an interest in radio and I've known him for a long time. We worked out the other day that... um, I've known JP for about seven, coming into seven years now. And for a long, long time, JP's always said to me that he's been interested in radio, knowing that I was doing radio myself. And I made a promise to that young man many, many years ago that I would help him get some work experience at a radio station. And then I decided to leave the job that I was in. And I thought, oh my goodness, I promised him radio. So JP and I had a conversation and uh, we made that happen this year, which was pretty, pretty cool because uh, you know yourself, Shane, when you because you love podcasting so much, once you get that love for something, you really want to do it and, and you really want to learn about it and you want to share with the world that your new talent and things like that. And I've been really lucky to support uh, JP along the way. And just this week, we've just been able to launch uh, his brand new radio show. So that's which is? It's called Disability Matters. Uh, and we're really lucky that we've been uh, put onto 98.7 FM. That was fun. Mm, that would have been fun. And how also your one on this morning you did. Oh, so, yeah, that's my background, I suppose. I've been doing breakfast radio with Daz from Radio Voice for many, many years. Um, and before that, I was a solo breakfast announcer as well. So, yeah, it's it's kind of in your blood now, uh, like like podcasting is for you. You know, you get that that love and that that passion to do something. So it's always been there for me and I'm just really grateful now that I'm able to share that with other people. Do you, do you still keep in contact with the old coaches you had? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Uh, the NDIS coaches from the disability service that I was working at, oh, we're pretty tight. We've got a, a group Facebook page that we still message on and quite often, like it's almost daily, we're still in contact. And uh, Martina from Faith Disability Services, who is a support coordinator now as well, uh, we're in regular contact. We speak on the phone. And you'll remember Libby as yes. well. I spoke to her on the phone this morning. So lots One of person I haven't spoken to a lot is Joe and um, James. Joe and jo- Well, I spoke to James last week for his birthday and I spoke to Joanna the other day as well. So, yeah, we're all very much still connected. We were really lucky and you would know as well, Shane, that when you find a great group of people like that, you don't want to lose contact with them. So they were very, very uh, extremely well um, educated, well-trained and professional uh, people that uh, we and you as well had the honour of working with. I know, I did. Mm. And what do you think about what I gave you when, when you left? Oh, Shane, that was just overwhelming. Uh, you, on behalf of all of the participants, and there were so many at the time, uh, you took it upon yourself to really spoil the four ladies uh, that left on the final day. So there was four of us that left on the on the same day to go off and do our own things. And uh, you really did spoil us with the most beautiful bouquet of flowers. And it was so unexpected. But I tell you what, it just made us really appreciate the fact that we must have made a difference in the lives of, of you guys. And, you um, most of you did. 
I um I thank you so much for that, Shane, because you are a very, very generous person. You're a very giving person and I've always said that as well. So I'm going to thank you again for that right now. <laughs> thank you. What is Latte Central and how did you partner with them? Mm, Latte Central is a really cool place to be. It's a social enterprise, uh, which means it's a non-for-profit organisation run by a man uh, by the name of Anthony Cheeseman. He's the director or, as I discovered this morning, the CFO, which also stands for Chief Fun Officer, which he said this morning. I thought that was great. Uh, and uh, Anthony's been in the cafe business for many, many years, and he's also been in the disability uh field for many, many years as well. So Anthony wanted to make a difference in the lives of young people that uh, have a disability or have had some health issues or mental health challenges and things like that. Uh, And together with uh, a bunch of other people with the same vision and the same goals, opened up what is called Latte Central. So it's a it's a bit of a, um, a, a variety of things all under the one roof. There's a, a kitchen in there and a cafe so people can come in and have their, you know, their morning tea or their breakfast or lunch or yeah. things like that. Uh, there's a florist inside there as well which make the most beautiful flowers. And also there's an art space out the back as well that people can hire and use that space for maybe some meetings or small get-togethers. There's a ukulele group that use it on one day of the week and they go in and they play their ukuleles. But Latte Central really is a uh, a place where people can come, they can feel accepted, they can uh, be treated equally. Uh, and so, yeah, we work in their umbrella support. We work in there four days a week uh, and our participants and go in there and they really contribute. We make homeless meals each week. About 250 homeless meals are distributed from the cafe uh, out to people that are doing it really tough. And um, it's just a, a really great place to be. And I heard one of your participants also does um, her um, crunchies from there. She does make scrunchies. We've got uh, a, a gorgeous young lady, Shan, who is a whiz on the sewing machine. Like, I'm not joking, Shane. Can you sew? No. No, me either. Have you used a needle and thread before to try and sew up a hole? No. No, no. I'm not very good at it. Actually, I'll tell you something. My dog's uh, teddy bears, his favourite bear, his leg fell off. And I thought I'd try and uh, sew it back on and I sewed it on backwards. So poor bear has a backwards leg sewed on now. That's about as good as I am on the sewing machine. Uh, But Shan is absolutely brilliant on the sewing machine and she makes scrunchies, which are those really cool things that you wear in your hair to make it look pretty. And uh, she now is able to sell those scrunchies at the cafe and um, she's making some Christmas ones that are coming out soon too, which is pretty cool. Uh, And they're going really, really well. So, yeah, so many different talents that uh, are incorporated to Umbrella Support. What made you do the Monday program with, Uh, uh, yeah? Uh, my Monday program is called Handmade by Us and the US stands for Umbrella Support. Uh, what made me do that? That's actually a really good question. I think I I wanted to bring people together because socialising and friendships is really, really important for everybody. Whether you have a disability or not, connection is so important for everyone and having friends feels nice. And so what I wanted to do was incorporate friendships with some activity that wasn't employment-based because we do most of the employment during the week. I wanted to do something a little bit different. And arts and crafts is fun. Everyone can do it. Everyone can try it. Uh, Not everything is for everyone, but we give it a go. Um, And I also wanted to incorporate what we call the GEM principles. So G-E-M, which stands for Gratitude, 
empathy and mind mindfulness it's come from the resilience project and so what we try and do is be really positive about things we have open group discussions uh, which everyone contributes to um, some of the things we've been working on at the moment are things that those negative thoughts that come into your mind we're going to flip them over and make them into a positive thought so you know an example of that would be we're going to talk about dinner a little bit later but uh, what if I go to dinner with my friends and I have a really bad time and those awful little, you know, horrible thoughts that um, pop into your head. So what we're going to do is flip those over and say, well, what if I go to dinner and I have a really good time? What if I go to dinner and I make a new friend? So that's one of the things that we do at Handmade By Us is, is change. We're slowly as a group changing our mindsets to be really grateful for things and to be really positive about things. And I think that's why, uh, in answer to your question, Shane, is why I started Handmade By Us because I really want to make a difference to people's mindset and have some fun and socialising along the way. And with that, I know you pick up some petitions from home. How does that all come about? I don't pick up anyone on a Monday because there's too many in the group now. Um, but some of the participants uh, I do support work with as well on different days and that involves me driving them to or from the cafe uh, at times as well, which is really cool because you get that social connection as well in the car so we can chat we can talk about anything, really. I mean, you do that, don't you? Sometimes you yeah. chat with your support worker about whatever's going on or sometimes it's a good sounding board to uh, talk about things that are bothering yep. you or, you know, that's a good thing. And who, who can take some of them out even to bowling and stuff like that? Yeah. I saw on your face socials. Yeah, on my socials. We like to do fun stuff too. I know you like to do – you're a bowler, aren't you? Yes. Are you good at that? Yeah, not bad. I actually heard that you were quite good at it. You wouldn't want to see me bowl then. I'm terrible. No. We have to put the bu- – you don't have the bumpers up, no. do you? No, I wouldn't think you would. No, I have to have the bumpers up because, yeah, I'm not a great bowler, but I'll give it a shot. See, there's my positivity there. I'll try and give it a go. But, yeah, social um, social participation is really, really important. Again, whether you have a disability or not, doing things with other people out in the community is actually a really positive thing. It brings all those really happy endorphins to you and it makes you feel good and it makes you think, you know, there, there's so much more life outside my home and especially we've been locked down for so long. So actually relearning to access the community is really, really important, especially after COVID and, and, you know, being brave enough to take masks off when we go into busy places and things like that. So, yeah, we do a lot of things like that too. So what places are you thinking about taking your group for outings? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a really good question because at the moment um, it's really hard at the moment because some of the people in the Handmade by Us program are a little apprehensive or a little bit scared to step out back into the big wide world. So we probably won't do too much in the way of excursions for the rest of this year. Uh, We might reintroduce that next year. Uh, but we are going shopping. There you go. I didn't say, I, I said we weren't going out, but we are going shopping in a few weeks. So I have uh, booked a maxi taxi for all of us to fit into and we're going to go to the shops and we are going to do our Kris Kringle presents for each other. So we will go shopping. I thought you said you were going to Spotlight and stuff like that. Yeah. So we're going to go to a, we made a group decision that we're going to go to an outside shopping centre. So like a strip of shops, not an indoor shop uh, because sometimes... 
uh, people with anxiety or people that are a little bit overwhelmed by crowds, uh, especially at Christmas time where the shops are crazy, might be a little bit too much for them. So we're going to split up and uh, we've got a bunch of volunteers and I've got a student uh, working with me at the moment that's doing her placement hours. So someone will go off with her, some will go off with me and we'll buy our Kris Kringles and come back. But in the way of excursions, um, I haven't really thought that far ahead because COVID's kind of knocked that thought out of my mind. But no doubt I'll come up with some great ideas for the new I year. I know, a good one. It could go yeah. with Dad's back to Vision Australia. Oh. Absolutely. Vision Australia Radio, you went there, didn't you, on the yes. first one? How Did you love it? Yes, I did. What did you like about it? The studios and all your guys would love it at Handmade. They probably would too. You're right, because you know the guys, don't you? What do you think they would like about it? Getting out, getting out of doing, just being out in public. Yeah, getting out back into the community. Yeah, we'll get there. I'll tell you what, we really will. What is Dinner with Friends all about? Oh, well, it's really, really simple. It's exactly what it says. It's having dinner with friends, but there is a lot more to it than that as well. So we called it Dinner with Friends. And you talked a little bit earlier before about the old employment coaches that we used to work with. Um, and so, I would like them to come to the next one if they could. Well, we can see how we go with it. Um, a lot of us want to catch up with them. Yeah, definitely. Um, so dinner with friends was an idea that we came up with together. So a couple of different organizations joined together, uh, and we joined our, our groups together to see old friends and to make new friends as well. So we found a location that was a good fit for everyone in every direction that they were coming to, whether they were going uh, independently or whether the support workers were driving them or whatever that may be. Uh, and we just got together and had a fantastic night. Uh, just like I said, meeting new people, meeting old people, had a couple of brand newies that had I hadn't even met before, which was wonderful. That was good. It was really good, wasn't it? What did you enjoy about the night? Uh, meeting new, new people. Mm. I know the one who was sitting with me and Saif, I don't know her, her ah, name. I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was very, very cool. But it's nice to meet new people, isn't yeah. it? And we've been deprived of that the last couple of years because COVID has locked us all up. So again, it's all about – so it's not just dinner with friends. I mean, it sounds so simple, doesn't it? Yes, it but does. But it's relearning to have conversations with people. No, Start. not all over Facebook That's or all over Zoom. That is exactly right, Shane. And, and one of the things that you have been doing and, and the other guys that uh, have been with Radio Voice, you've been learning without even knowing how to hold conversations and how to ask questions. You're doing a brilliant job with it now. Um, and so you might have had a bit of a heads up before we went to dinner with friends at, at how to have conversations with people and how to keep those conversations going but um, other people that have been, you know, by themselves for a little while that came or, or will continue to come might be a little bit apprehensive or a little bit nervous about, you know, chatting with new people or things like that. So, yes, it's called Dinner with Friends, but it's just so much more than that. When's the next dinner and what? where is it? Ah, so the next dinner will be on December the 14th, so a bit of a Christmas feel. I think I might put the word out to like get a little bit festive, wear some Christmas T-shirts or pop something in your hair. Uh, maybe Shan's scrunchies might make a bit of an appearance, the Christmas ones. They yeah, when you cool. does. 
And uh, Daz might, yeah, let's make him dress up or I'll put a Santa hat on or something like that. That might be a good idea. Christmas earrings are always good for the girls. So that'll be on the 14th of December. You should also get a Santa in. Oh, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? I think he's booked up at that time of the year, isn't he, Santa? He's always busy. He's got a lot going on at that time of year. But obviously from this conversation, you'll be coming. Yes, I will. That would be awesome. You should do a barbecue instead of something different, not we, always. We did talk about that, um, but again, going different places for people right now is a little bit tricky too. I might say your backyard, Daz's <laughs> backyard. What about your backyard? No, no, no. Not good. at the moment. No, mine not. Mine's probably not big enough. So the reason we decided to keep it at the same venue as well is because the first dinner with friends we had last month was a big deal for a lot of people. So now it's familiar. It won't be as hard for them to come back next time because they know the place, they know the people coming. It'll be a little bit easier. Uh, and then there's other participants that are scared of animals outside. They're scared of birds. So maybe the barbecue, we did talk about that too, might not be a good idea right now. Uh, so we might stick to the same venue as people get used to it um, for now. And, and as I said, the location's really good for people coming in all different directions. Do you have access story? A success story, yeah. What have I got for a success story? That's a great question too. I've got, oh, I feel really lucky, Shane. I've got a lot of them. I feel like you're a success story for Radio Voice, first and foremost, because, I mean, I'm sitting here in a studio talking to you today. So, uh, first of all, before I talk about mine, I want to say congratulations to you on yours. Thank you. Because you're doing an awesome job and you're even wearing your merchandise. What are you wearing today? My jacket. What's it say? Disability talk. It's a pretty cool looking jacket, that's for sure. Uh, a success story for me, I'd say JP, John Paul and his radio show, which we've been working towards for a long time. But you also mentioned Shan before uh, and her scrunchies, which is huge for her because uh, she got a brand new sewing machine that was donated to her uh, and she just started sewing. Remember you and I talked about before we can't sew and she can so uh, she just started sewing and sewing and sewing and all of a sudden she was making these beautiful scrunchies and lots of people went, hang on a minute, what's going on over there? I want want to get me some of those. So I'd say Shan would definitely be uh, a success story. But I've also got other uh, participants that are under my umbrella. See what I did there, Shane? Yeah. <laughs> I made a joke. Was it funny? No. Okay, all right. I'll leave the jokes to the professional, shall I? Uh, I've also got participants that are part of Umbrella um, that the smallest little thing can be a success story. So it can be something as simple as returning to a program after COVID or going to a shopping centre after COVID because things are busy and things are overwhelming and noise is loud and, you know, we've been locked away for so long that um, I don't – discount or disregard the small little wins. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. What would be one of your success stories, do you think, um, in, in the past 12 months after all, even just while COVID's been on? What have you, what are you paying yourself on your My last success story is probably the big one is moving out of home. Yeah, that's happening now, isn't it? This is, this is amazing. That's a huge success story. That's massive. So well done to you. Yeah. And another, another thing, tell us a bit more about Jeff. Oh, Jeff. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. Uh, Jeff is he's a friend of ours at Umbrella Support. That's actually a really funny question, Shane. Jeff is a yellow stuffed bear. He's a teddy bear. Um, and he's been embraced by the whole, uh, the whole group the, and the whole team, as I like to call us. We're a team. So uh, we have a yellow teddy bear. 
Uh, and uh, he goes to one person's house each week. So each person takes Jeff home once a week and they send through some photos of Jeff doing things or, you know, he might be gardening or he could be watching. He watches Home and Away a lot, I've noticed, at different people's houses. Uh, and, you know, he might be eating dinner or he could be eating chocolate. or So Jeff is a yellow stuffed bear. But what's been really interesting with Jeff is that he has a book now and people write in the book what he's got up to during the week. So when we have our Handmade by Us sessions on a Monday and we do our open group discussions, uh, we'll read out what Jeff's been doing for the week and then we'll hand him over for the next person. But what's also been really interesting about Jeff is that he started like as just as a yellow bear. Now he has a full wardrobe. He has shoes. He has a sleeping bag which Shan made for him. Uh, he's just recently got a new overnight bag because his other bag got too small for him. So Jeff has just become like an umbrella support little mascot and um, he's super, super cool. And what, and what puts a smile on your dial? Oh, lots of things, lots and lots of things. Um, I will say uh, being able to work at Latte Central four days a week puts a huge smile on my face because it's opportunity uh, for for my team to be able to – really contribute to the community. As I said, we do the homeless meals or the, the community meals each week and, and my guys actually contribute to that. They actually package them all up. So they weigh out the portions, they put the food in, uh, they put the lids on, they put the labels on, the use-by dates and things like that and they actually watch the um, uh, the organisations come in and take them out. So we know, we, we feel a sense of pride and a sense of achievement when we watch those meals go out knowing that we've made a difference in the community. Um, lots of things, like I said to you, JP's radio show makes me smile, Shan's scrunchies makes me smile, but all the other guys that I have as well and the small steps that they make or even the big steps that they make that, you know, I, I can't talk about everything because there's so many. There's so many things that make me smile. And you know what makes me smile right now? What? sitting here with you doing a podcast because I've known you for a long time and I love the fact that we can meet up at dinner and friends and I still get to see you so right now this makes me smile it makes me too (laughs) I'm glad how do people follow you on your socials yeah that's a good one thank you for that plug Shane I will happily throw my socials your way you can find me on Instagram at umbrella.support and you can find us on Facebook at Umbrella Support. And you can also find us umbrellasupport.com.au. And quick thing, how do they find that radio thing you're doing with JP? A lot of people won't, won't know where to find it. Absolutely. So if you have a look on my um, Instagram and Facebook, I've got a couple of posts up there. I think there might be a Facebook and Instagram page coming for that. It's not there at the moment. But uh, to link and to find us, uh, that you'll find us on the Umbrella pages for now. Thanks very much for your time, Cindy. Thanks so much, Shane, and well done to you. You are doing such great things, and I've noticed a massive change in the way that you've been interviewing today. It's been a whole bunch of fun, and I thank you for your time as well. Thank you. This has been Disability Talk with Shane. Ciao for now. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Mm-hmm.